Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I am going to challenge you to set up an author calendar. First, I want to say why. (laughs) The reason why is because we can get so caught up in our day-to-day that if we do promise people this or say, I'll get back to you, (laughs) that... If you don't put it somewhere, like on a calendar, that's gonna notify you and ding and send you an email and an alert and come up on the corner of your phone (laughs) or come up on the corner of your computer screen, you honestly just may forget. There are many emails that we get. There are many contacts that we make. And if we don't like go right to the calendar and put in the appointment or the contact, then we can get lost with all of the things that we have to do. Now with my life, as busy as it is, if I did not have that Google Calendar to keep me focused and knowing what was ahead of me, I would really forget important just things that I have to do that are related to my writing life Especially with me keeping up with the podcast, with me emailing people back and forth, and they're asking for, you know, particular things like, for example, when I had to do the, um, the educational book and putting those things like that on the calendar and setting myself reminders and checkpoints is a good way to hold myself accountable as well. So the first one is, of course, organization, so we don't forget. And the second one is accountability. So there's your reasons why we need to have a writing calendar. And yes, this writing calendar needs to be separate from our day-to-day calendars, our work calendars, our birthday calendars. But you can also, with Google Calendar, you can merge those things. So if you do want to have your writing calendar slide on in to your birthday one, that's fine. But all of us at this point should have a Gmail that is particular to our author world. And with you having, so with my Jen Lowry writes at gmail.com, you know, not only do I have my writing um, Google Drive, I also have my Google Calendar. And at first, I was not using it a lot when I first created the um, Gmail. I didn't really even set it up. And yes, I like the color purple. So I would, you know, I would color code everything at work and I do all of that. But I'm so used to using the Google Calendar at work. But I didn't at first see a need for it. And I always put in like short-term plans, goals, I do those in my notes section of my phone or I sit down with my journal. 
and I make my journal list of things that I'm going to accomplish and do. But I wasn't heavily reliant on a calendar to do that. Now, you may want to just do that and chart it on a calendar and move away from the journal and just go digital calendar short-term planning and you could place it in the time slots of a, of a writing Google calendar. So it's whatever that, you know, works for you. But I know that I have to report for my day every day on a Google calendar and I have to code. I have codes for it. I'm not going to get all fancy like that for my writing life, but if you want that fancy world, you can create yourself some codes. Like if you're looking at your accomplishments for the day and you're looking at chapters completed or word count, you know, make you a WC code and, and then you could color it a certain color. You could color code your Google Calendar to match some of your codes if you want to go, you know, that creative inside of there. But another good thing about Google Calendar is that you can set notifications that can, of course, ding to your phone. It can go to your computer screen on the corner. It can be a reminder. The other day when I had Mackenzie Phillips on the podcast, um, it pops right up in the corner when you open up your computer, or I have it set for mine to do that, to remind myself that that was today. Even though I knew it, you know, I had been planning for that and researching and um, listening to her music, I still see that visual reminder and I like that because there are other things that I place on my writing calendar you know that is very important for me to remember but there's no way I'm going to and then I would not be able to go through a thousand emails now I'm getting tons and tons of emails a day and it's not just emails from listeners it's just junk mail like I'll sign up for this or I'll sign up for that, and then I'll just start getting these tons of notifications. I had to go through last week and unsubscribe to some platforms that I just subscribed to and then never even opened the emails when they would come, but they were sending me like 25 emails a day. And when the website, when they ask, why are you unsubscribing, I was just put, you know, too many emails. Like, I can't keep up with these um, nobody would be able to read 25 emails coming from an organization every day. And it was just pushing all my mail all around to where, you know, then important things would get lost in the shuffle of a lot of emails. So it's really good when you have a Google Calendar because let's say somebody's contacting you and then they'll say, well, I can't commit to this right now, but if you contact me in mid-May... I'll be ready because my book is coming out mid-May. Well, I'm sorry. By the time May gets here, if this author's work is like not right in front of my face <laughs> and we're almost running into the end of the school year and I'm doing homeschool testing, I'm working with my kids on their homeschool testing, I'm working at the public school you know, thinking about our end of course testing coming up and, and doing last minute reviews, my brain is going to also be extremely tired at that point because teachers in May, oh my goodness, teachers in May. So I have to go already, put it in and put, you know, let's say mid-May, okay, May 15th, that sounds good. 
and then I put it down and I say, you know, I'm going to contact this author and I put in just really big so that way I can see it on the screen when I open it up. And then I went, I went ahead and put in their email address. That way, not only do the, does it have their name, the title of the book that they're working on, but also their email address, just in case I get thousands and thousands of more emails and, you know, I forget the right information down in there and then I can't do, even do the search bar. There won't be enough information for even a search. So I'm trying to be better at that. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same. So have yourself a writing calendar. Keep it separate unless, you know, you like to see everything all together in the world. With my, with my work calendar, there's no way I could combine my work calendar and my writing calendar. Just because, I mean, I could do it, but when I'm at work, I'm at work. And I don't want to have to, like, look at all of the things that I would have in the evenings that I would need to do. It might stress me out a little bit. <laughs> um, so I don't want to put my writing calendar and my work calendar together. And I definitely don't want to have my writing time spent with notifications of reminders of what I need to do for work. Because when I leave the work environment, I'm doing a lot better this year with leaving things there. Um, and trying to really just walk away. It's really hard for teachers. And I'm not just talking about with physical papers. Like I'm trying to do more of, you know, grading on my lunch break when I don't eat. Because I don't eat. But I can try to do some um, grading and things like that. So I don't have to bring home the work. But it's really hard emotionally, too, to cut things off. So, uh, but I've been doing a lot better. That's, that is a personal goal of mine is to be able to separate work from my writing world and my family. And I'll give you some suggestions on how to do that too one day. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that. Um, that's a whole podcast on its own. <laughs> but using the calendar can just really keep you from forgetting really important things. Like I have to do um, a foreword for someone who asked me to write that for their book and without that Google Calendar sitting there to remind me you know that was weeks ago when they asked me and they told me that they wanted it at the end of February so I've set myself checkpoints so for this week to make sure that I read the book next week then I'll have an opportunity for the forward because that is the end of the month and I make promises to people or make commitments to people and I want to make sure that I follow through with those Another thing about Google Calendar that I like is that if someone else has a Google Calendar, or even if, even if not, you can send alerts to them. So we do this all the time at work. So when we're having a meeting or we've scheduled something together, I'll create it on my calendar and then I'll send it and I'll invite the guest. I'll invite someone during that time. And that way it'll show up on their calendar. So if you're in a writing group, this can be awesome. So let's say a part of your author world is that you have a writing group that's that meets consistently, but then there's gonna be an event or there's gonna be something that you need to talk with this particular person about and y'all have to set up a meeting. You can do the shared 
notifications in there. So I think that that's something that you should investigate. And there are so many YouTube videos on how to set up a Google Calendar and how to share. Like I had to do that myself. I had to teach myself the functions of Google Calendar. And it is easy once you know the settings and how to go in and navigate and you can personalize it. So I really encourage you to start the author one today. And if you want to use it as your short-term goal planner, and that way you have it on your Google and you can pull it up at any time. Let's say you don't want to carry a journal around and you want a digital journal. Well, your Google Calendar can serve as that. And you can write down, you know, today I want to work on the cover of the cookbook. So that's something that I like to play around with Canva and it just inspires me when I can play with the images even before I write. So yesterday I had a day off that I used wisely and unwisely. <laughs> and I finished up the first draft of a freelance project that I had going on. So I was really pleased about that. It took me a week, but I worked tremendous long hours on it without stopping so I did that I finished it up and yesterday I had a day off for President's Day but I was also researching and working and taking notes and I took five pages of notes and someone missed an appointment and maybe that's where I've got my Google Calendar in my mind um, today because I did spend hours planning for something that um, didn't happen but then again I'm like well I can't be upset about it because by me at least participating on my end you know it allowed me to have a framework and question deeper and just it was what it was and, and I can say well I wasted all of that time I could have been doing something else sure I could have because I do have a long list of things to do but when I had to switch gears, I got lost in what I was doing. I actually um, ended up just putting my computer aside and we were watching um, documentaries. I love documentaries. And we were watching a documentary last night on YouTube. So, and I was playing around on Canva, just thinking, you know, if I could have, you know, if I could find the perfect couple you know, keep looking up images for couples for a new project in my mind that I want to release instead of looking at the cookbook, which that's the one I should have done. But I was just, I guess I just needed that outlet of playing around with the images. And then, of course, I didn't find exactly what I wanted. My husband, I told him, like, my perfect dream cover. And he was like, you would have to get like models to do something like that and get photography because you're not going to find a stock photo. <laughs> so he was right. I looked like at five different stock photo websites that I can share with you on another day um, because someone recommended them to me. And so um, I've been looking up stock photos, even just to give myself some ideas because that's where people are going now to purchase their photos and then use them for Fiverr or use them for um, book cover sites that they have to turn in their stocks, their stock photos. But 
because I didn't like have my goals set up yesterday because I had one thing in my mind that was going to take up a lot of my time. So I knew what I was going to be doing. Well, when that fell through and it didn't come to fruition, my brain just kind of went, okay, well, let's just go play around on Canva for a little bit. And that's what I did. So I didn't really get anything productive done last night. And that's okay. We can have those days. I can't beat myself up about it. <laughs> um, but I did make some new contacts yesterday. And I'm right on that Google Calendar setting up appointments, setting up phone calls for next week. And those are some exciting new things that I'm going to get to share with you on the podcast soon. And... Um, the way that we learn from each other is brilliant so you keep emailing me and you know I promise I'll email you back if you know if you get lost in my thousands of emails I'll get to you I'll find it there'll be a moment that I have where I can start cleaning out some of my junk mail (laughs) and then get to you guys so if you have something that's pressing on your mind but you just don't have a lot of time to research Throw it my way and let me see what I can come up with. And I can help you too. So Google Calendar, investigate it, use it. Attach it with your author websites. Um, not author website, with your author email. Use that for your Google products instead of just carrying around a traditional calendar. Now I have an old school librarian who loves a journal calendar so if you say no Google is not for me there are many journal calendars out there that you can investigate y'all it's beautiful I don't know what company she purchases this thing from but not only does it have the calendar but it actually is a journal and she writes in it every single day and at the end of the year she has This that she keeps, and she has a box that she keeps all of her journal calendars in. So if you guys are like old school like that, and you want to still carry around the journal and the calendar, decide to get one that's going to have it all in one place. So that way, when you grab something, you're grabbing one thing. So like with me, my phone pretty much goes with me every single place I go. So that's where I have my calendar. My calendar is on my phone. My notes section is on my phone. I'm checking emails on my phone, but my journal is separate. My journal is, um, a lot of my journals, my best friend gets me as a present. She always gets me journal books. And so I have like a stockpile of journal books. And so that's what I use for my short-term planning and my goal setting. So, I will say, you know, do whatever works for you. I don't carry my journal book with me to work because I do keep my writing life and my work life. It has to be because if I take that journal book with me and I physically see my book, then I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, it's this time I can work on that. You know, I have a lunch time, I can work on this. Well, during lunch, if I actually work on grading papers and, you know, updating grades and checking on students and emailing, if I do a lot of that, when I get home, I don't have to carry my work home. I don't have to email outside of office hours. I don't have to bring stacks home. 
and I can grade quick and give feedback quick. So a lot of us though have opportunities where we can write at work. Like you might have a job where at five o'clock you're done and you don't take anything home or, or you know, that's great. If that's the case and you have a free lunch break and you just kind of twiddle your thumbs and check your social media sites during a lunch break, I would suggest that you change that and you do a blog or you are creating something on Canva to share out on your social media. Are you writing? Are you outlining? Are you researching? Um, so it's just a and carry that calendar with you. Set your goals so that way when you are in your lunch break, you're not going. Well, what did I say I was going to do today? Because that's my problem. Like I forgot what I wore yesterday. How am I going to remember what I said I was going to do today unless I write it down? So I hope that this is a good help to you. Start with that Google Calendar. Look for the journal calendar combination um, that's out there in the world. And start really, you know, setting these goals and following through. So wish you all the luck today. Email me at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com if you've got any questions or would you like me to research something for you because your calendar is full. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. Mine is too, but I can take out a little bit of time to um, check things out. So, all right, guys. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.